This is The Final Siren on ABC Grandstand Digital and online. Hello and welcome to The Final Siren. Matt Clitch with you for Grandstand AFL as we tick past round 16 of the AFL season. Some big results as always. Collingwood proving too strong for Adelaide. Geelong with a smashing of Melbourne. Hawthorne bounced back against Port Adelaide. The Tigers' Cairns hoodoo is finally over. The Brisbane Lions provided the upset of the weekend while the Bulldogs pushed the Bombers and Derby number 38 for bragging rights in the West. All to work our way through in the next 25 minutes or so, but we start with Friday night at the MCG. Collingwood had seen off Carlton the week before, but had suffered another tough week in the media as Harry O'Brien suffered some personal challenges. The Crows were playing to keep their season alive as they were starting to run out of chances. Here's Jared Waitley and Drew Morford. Long kick to the 50. Otten is there. Oh, it's a free kick. He'll take the free. Advantage. It comes away to Lynch. And on the run, Lynch kicks the first goal of the night. Dangerfield wrenches it out and oh. takes off. He's on the burst from centre half forward. You wouldn't put it past him right to the square. Oh. Paul Pleasure. Certain goal for Jason Paul Pleasure. Built on the back of the power of Paddy Dangerfield. Sloan gets the hand pass out. Here's a ping by Lyons for goal, and he kicks it. Swan forward of the play now to Ball, who slips over, but he gives it back to Swan, who kept on coming. He unloads from centre-half forward. Terrific stuff from the Pies. Under the pack is Dwyer. He shovels it off now, coming the way of Reed, and Reed switching forward as paid dividends immediately. Tom Lynch, a step outside the 50, gets up, plays on, wheels at goal. He's given it a good look. That's a ripper. Off went Hudson, though, on the ricochet to Swan. Oh, oh Cracker just kept going and found another hole. He marks 25 out, he balks again, and this time he finishes the job himself. He runs to 60, he kicks to the square, Cloak and Talia. Cloak! Oh, oh that is a grab! Oh. Point blank, couldn't miss, doesn't. Up inside the 50, Pendlebury works it on to McCaffer, and it's too easy for the Pies on the turnover. Further short up the ground of right. Oh, it turned it over on the 50. It comes to Luke Ball, who blazes to an unguarded goal line and punishes him. Side bottom. He was lurking for so long. He runs into open space at half forward. Marks, bounces, unloads and kicks the goal. He gathers. His hand pass back's too fierce. Williams hits it at pace and goes for goal. What a great goal that was by the Pies. Desperate for a goal late in the term. Paul Pleasure went unopposed in the ruck. He hand-passed it away in a hurry. Lyons took the snap out of the pack and they get the goal they so urgently needed. Swept up by side bottom. His hand-pass no good. Lyons runs onto it. He's going to kick his fourth. Vince sidesteps side bottom and delivers up inside the 50 and it's a good ball right into the chest of Douglas. He lets fly. He's hit that sweetly and it never deviated. The Crows have strung three together. Inside the 50, Lynch is well placed. He gets his hands to it, juggled it on the way down, but didn't complete the mark. He'll get it anyway. He pulls it away from an opponent. He launches it at goal, and the Crows are within two points. Sensational. Swan one out in the goal square. Comes from behind. It comes to Swan on the spillage. He snaps for a goal and kicks it. The mark taken 50 out by Thomas. Sweeps the hand pass to Pendlebury. This should be a goal. Pendlebury kicks it. Travis Cloak will be kicking from about 40 metres. Tight enough angle. And guess what? He's kicked this one. Hand pass back to Beams. He sweeps one back to Pendlebury in space. 50 metres out. Oh, Pendles has kicked another one. 
Collingwood winning by 27 points. Andrew Cracker joined the grandstand team post-match. My first half of the year was very inconsistent and, uh, you know, a bit of a roller coaster. So, um, you know, I've really set myself to try to have a consistent second half of the year and, um, you know, try to string some good footy together and uh, try to contribute the best I can. On Saturday, Port Adelaide faced another tough challenge against a top four side, this time Hawthorne from Football Park. The Hawks were keen to bounce back after just their second loss of the season, both at the hands of the Cats. Here's myself and Peter Walsh with all the highlights. Finds a teammate and Savage gets the 50 metres out. He might go for goal. The shot by Shane Savage is through. And Hawthorne have opened up a buffer. Lewis hacks the ball away. Oh, he hand passed by mistake. Puopolo almost had it. Off the ground, Lewis has kicked the goal. Hand pass away to Moore, quickly away to Gray. Off the outside of the boot, short kick to Butcher, just. John Butcher comes in, he's kicked it pretty well. Gray to Monfries, who's the goal kicker. Monfries kicks the goal. Theopolo knocked it to the advantage of Hale. Quick hand pass away to Cyril, who bounces through a goal. Here comes Robbie Gray, Robbie Gray. Oh, he went the hand pass. This could be a little bit trouble. Gray keeps going, Gray keeps going, Gray kicks the goal. And it slides over. <laughs> Robbie Gray was he held. He's got the ball. He's away and running. He's kickers long in towards full forward. Over the back of the mark. It's taken by Schultz. Over the back of Gibson. Spectacular grab. Jay Schultz, the hero at Footy Park, drills a goal. Half pass away to Ebert, who's run from the clearance. Ebert from 48 metres out, kicks the goal. Port Adelaide with the immediate answering goal. Picked up by Gunston. Gunston dribbles it forward and Gunston goals. He kicks his third. We have had goal for goal here. Boundary throw in. Hill takes it. Hooks it back towards full forward. Almost a one grab. Picked up for Hawthorne by Brewster. Gives to Rioli who gives it over towards Smith. And he kicks a goal. Tapped away towards Smith who's well caught. Hand pass off to Hill who's not well caught. Takes the ball. Kicks it long. A rough head will fly and take the mark. Rough head. Kicks accurately for Hawthorne, he's fourth. And the Hawks slip away in this third term, enjoying a good passage. Schultz out of the way, Boke on the skipper's left boot, puts it through. Looking for Gray, bounce didn't work out. Wera has it and they're all forward ahead. It's a good pass and it finds a teammate in Isaac Smith. Tight angle, Smith comes in and he's kicked truly as well. Need kicks for goal and has put it through. Jake is what we need, and Jake is what we get. O'Shea had it for a moment, lost it. Lewis with a hand pass, away to Hodge. The shot from goal, it bounces through. Jonas short to O'Shea, the long kick towards the 50. Rioli was unlucky. Boat comes up as the crummer. The skipper for Port Adelaide kicks for Need, who marks. And Jake Need has it about 30 metres out directly in front. This is the second time Jake Needs kicked the goals and they haven't had anyone on the mark. So no one stands on the mark. Jake Need comes in and makes no mistake. Bruce went to play on his kick with Smothered. Anxious moments from both teams. Now it's uh, Smith who got a hand pass from Savage to Puopolo. Puopolo gives to Gunston and Gunston's kicked another one. The Hawks winners by 45 points. They did so without Lance Franklin who was a late withdrawal ahead of the match. The thoughts of Alistair Clarkson after the performance. We feel like we've got good potency that can be spread across a number of players that can go go in that part of the ground. And you know, Savage hit the scoreboard, and I think Smith got on the scoreboard today, which is really pleasing for us. So, yeah, listen, it's, it's really important to have that uh, have that spread and not a reliance on just one or two players. Also on Saturday, Geelong faced Melbourne from Canadian Park. In recent history, these matches have become smashings in trying dark conditions. Geelong only conceded 30 points and 19 inside 50s. 
to prevail by 68 points. The boss of the Cats, Chris Scott, spoke after the match. We really value those players that can um, pressure the opposition, particularly in our forward half, and we're starting to add some into the team that um, you know, that give us something a little bit different from previous years. Murdoch and Smeds and Motlop and Varco um, have some, Christensen as well, have genuine leg speed and, and, and value the defensive side of the game. In the twilight on Saturday, Richmond travelled to Cairns to face the Gold Coast as the only side who hadn't tasted victory against the expansion club. In trying windy conditions, the Tigers got a tad nervous, yet were able to prevail for their breakthrough victory. Quentin Hull and Drew Morford with all the action. Hand pass away to Brown. He kicks long to full forward. A chance for the Suns. And the mark has been taken by Bennell right in front, about 12 metres out from goal. Well, surely this will be the first goal of the game. Right in front. And he's rams at home. Lost and kicks to half forward for the Tigers. Off hands picked up by Ellis. Ellis's hand pass sits for Arnott. Arnott snaps on his left boot from 35 and kicks a goal. It holds up. It won't make it. But the mark to O'Meara. How did he take a mark? A bloke that size, close to goal, deep inside forward 50. The bloke is good. Starts it right and swings it in. Hand pass away. Foley pokes towards goal. It's cleared them in the goal square. It bounds on. Was it touched? I think it's a goal to Foley. It is. So Ellis on the right boot. Good looking kick. That's a wonderful strike. Richmond in front. Good work from Nichols to nudge his opponent under the ball. Hand pass to Broughton. Hand pass to McKenzie. Wrong side. Right boot. Goal! Oh, he can do it off either side. Vickery 70 out right half forward around the boundary line. Revolt takes the mark. Revolt goes on the left boot, having opened the angle. Oh, you called it. What a goal from Jack. That might be enough to break the heartbreak of previous journeys to Cairns. Bedard from the oh. back pocket. They're playing oh, the no, song. They're playing the song and they're still playing the game. <laughs> It comes down to the front. Shaw has a shot from a mile out. It comes up short. Now he can play the song because it's full time and the Tigers have fallen over the line by nine points. Richmond winning by nine points. On Saturday night, Carlton hosted St Kilda from Docklands. The Blues were desperate for a win to keep their season alive, while St Kilda welcomed back Stephen Milne after sitting on the sidelines for three weeks following criminal charges against him. The Blues with four goals to two in the second quarter to open up the gap and prevailed by 36 points. Mick Moldhouse spoke after the match. Playing against St Kilda, the club seemed to have this, they've beaten us in the last X amount of time. I don't know what the, even the stats are. I don't, and you think, why? The significance of getting out there and winning the game automatically lifts part of that burden. The team comprehensively is a better defensive side now than what it was in the first two or three games, comprehensively. Also on Saturday night, North Melbourne travelled to the Gabba to face the Brisbane Lions after one of their best wins of the season against Richmond last week. The Lions showing some strong resolve to get the four points and maybe Michael Voss one step closer to getting a new contract. Dan Lonigan and Alice Nicholson with all the highlights. Petrie walking in, hits it very nicely indeed. Drew Petrie gets the opening goal. It's worked out okay though as it comes to Cunnington from Atley. Then they turn it over. Mays pursuing the football. He's 60 out. He kicks out in front of his teammate who marks down low. And a shot at goal coming up from only 40 out for Staker. No real angle to speak of. Three goals last week. He's got one in the opening term tonight. Merritt's going to contest, but easy pickings for Goldstein. At the fall, though, McGrath gathers, snaps off a step, and goals from 30. Pops a pass uh, near the circles to Adcock. 
Ad Cock will get on with it. Kick to centre half, forward and McGrath with sticky fingers. Outmarks Aaron Mullis. Same spot, same run up. Well, you'd hope it'd be the same run up. He's played over 200 games. Kicking to the school end from 60 metres. He's done it again. Inside the 50, got pulled off his kick. Lands with Petrie. Back to Mullet. Flying shot by Mullet on the run. It's superb. Sorko's coming off two boys. Hanley through the 50. This would be a great start to the second half for Brisbane. He does not kick like an Irishman. It's a lovely drop punt. Left half forward dabs a kick inside. 50. Oh, it is marked. They're right behind this kick from Tarrant. They can't miss tonight. Cannot miss as he delivers North Melbourne's 11th goal. Hand pass out in front of Mays. Another touch for him. Kicks to half four. That's a good kick. On the bounce. Hanley. Does he have too much pace behind? He's going to take him on through the 50. Can't thread the oh. angle from there. No way. Kick is up into Black. A hand pass to Petrie. Top of the square. Left foot snap for his fourth. He's kicked two, Jonathan Brown. He's skipping in in that familiar way. He kicks it goal. Oh, he's done oh, it. oh, come off it. <laughs> Jonathan Brown to Rockliffe. Kicks inside 50. Merritt may be manhandling once. 30 metres out. Daniel Merritt skips in. Daniel Merritt goals. Here they come. Hambles to Atley. Back to McKenzie's backtracking. Lost control of it. Mays picks up. Mays steps. He put Brisbane in front. Put it out to Rockliffe at half 40. Kicks beautifully and running into space. Josh Green the sub. 40 metres out. Slight angle. They need it. And they get it. Back within a point. Zorko from 51 oh. metres. Staker comes in. Kicks at goal from on the paint of 50. And maybe just puts a little stake into the hearts of the Kangaroos. As the kick goes toward half forward. Hanley at the back gathers. He runs through the 50. He balks around Zebel. Shrugs him off. Snaps on the right boot. Kicks the sailor from 35 metres. He hand passes to Thompson on the siren. And the comeback Kings have done it again at the Gabba. Brisbane winners by 12 points. Another frustrating loss for North Melbourne coach Brad Scott. No, we've got some things we need to work on. We've got some things we need to fix. Set the game up pretty well and we're able to follow through. So we'll, we'll go through that in fine detail and work it out. There's no point getting all upset and angry about it now. Brisbane outworked us in the second half. So that's, that's it. The reasons for that, well, we'll have a look at that. But... The reality was that Brisbane outworked us in the second half. Coming up next on the final siren, Sydney and GWS from the SCG, Essendon and the Western Bulldogs from Docklands, and Derby number 38 to conclude the weekend. ABC Grandstand. His little drop kick shot away towards the boundary. Four runs. Miss the Aussies taking on England for the Ashes? Then don't miss another minute with Grandstanded Stumps. He's about to throw. He said, I remember what happened on the first day. You hold on to the ball. With Grandstanded Stumps podcast, you can relive the highlights of each day's play at your leisure. So if you missed the main show, you know where to go. The Grandstanded Stumps podcast, available now. Visit abc.net.au slash grandstand. You're listening to The Final Siren on ABC Grandstand Digital and online. Welcome back to the final siren. Matt Clinch with you for Grandstand AFL. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at Matt underscore Clinch and at ABC Grandstand. The winners so far for round 16, Collingwood by 27 points over Adelaide. Hawthorne too strong for Port Adelaide by 45. Geelong comfortable winners over Melbourne by 68. The Tigers got rid of their Cairns hoodoo, winning by 9 points over the Suns. Carlton with a good win over the Saints by 36 points. The Brisbane Lions with the upset of the weekend, defeating North Melbourne by 12 points. On Sunday, Sydney hosted GWS in the local derby 
with the Giants starting reasonably well, but the Swans pulling clear in the second quarter with a seven-goal to two term. Here's Rob Cross and Russell Barwick with all the action. The Giants working well through the middle of the ground as I say that. Almost turn it over, but Tyson off the left oh, foot. Chance for Cameron, unmarked in the square almost. Cameron, normally good by foot, doesn't miss from there. And that's a great start for the Giants. It looks like Tom Scully's day oh. is over. Kicked and it into the man in the mark. It's a tippet. Finally a goal. Tippet has got it on the top of the square and banged it through. We've seen everything in 21 minutes here at the SCG. In comes Pike, tight angle. Normally pretty reliable. Swings this around and swings a goal as Big Mike. Couldn't do it on the run with no pressure, but from close to the boundary line from 50, bends one through for the Swans four. Players jump at the back. Chance there for Mitchell. Strolls into an open goal. Poor defence from the Giants. No one on goal side and Mitchell kicks his first. Chesky kicks the turf in frustration as well. He's not happy. Cameron the left footer. Easy approach at goal, lovely flowing, fluent style, and he kicks his second, and he kicks the Giants' second. Parker runs in, has a shot on oh. goal, kick is beautiful. Swans are on fire now. Ramsey's almost right on the edge of the uh, goal line, swings it around on the left boot, has a shot on goal, and kicks his first, I dare say, ever AFL goal. It is. Now to Palmer, slips a little handball, clever to Daly. Daly round, can he curl it through? He can. Well worked, Giants, well deserved. And a good few minutes of football, they get their third goal. Kieran Jack sets up the running tipper. Diving mark was sensational with a lot of pressure. Stretched out. Tippett now coming in for goal number two. Kicks it truly straight over the goal umpire. Swan's perfect start of the third term to O'Keefe. Goes back by hand to Malcheski from the paint at 50. Malcheski unloads Whoa. with a great goal. He's got a super rig, as we say. That's super, super rig. Covered in ink, which is the uh, du jour for the young blokes today as he comes in and kicks a goal. He's been playing some good football in the Reggies, has Jesse White. They're all flyers, roving the pack. Bird and game 100 gets there. Giles front position, but Mumford gets it and gets it to Hanabry. This time to McVeigh, squares it towards goal. Flyers a tip at good mark. And if uh, my record is going, he'll probably kick it to the right. Surely he can't miss. Umpire doesn't move, straight over his hat. To O'Halpin who stands, first grab second. He'll want to go himself, can he get it to Smith? 30 out, Devon Smith, they deserve a goal, the Giants, and they finally get one. What can happen here, Satanda spoils a teammate. In the end, Cameron was the recipient, did beautifully well. Saw them all go for the ball, and in the end it worked for the Giants, and they kick their second in a minute. And Lamb, twisting and oh. turning, weaves away and then drills a beautiful pass up towards half-forward and White, who launches the slipper into the top of the square. Who's at the back? Who's at the front? Spills to Kennedy off the hands of Tippett for a great goal. To Hanabry, kicks it up towards the goal square. O'Keefe, one hand, two. Too much experience and strength for young Aiden Core. O'Keefe comes in. Let's just concentrate on goals. There's been plenty of them after a slow start. The Swans have found their range. Yeah, there it is. That's the final siren. And the GWS boys can end this misery as the Swans rejoice after winning by 129. In the middle game, Essendon faced the Western Bulldogs on Sunday from Docklands. The Dogs started slowly but were up for the fight, drawing within 11 points but just couldn't get within striking distance of the Bombers, who won by 31 points. Brendan McCartney, the Bulldogs' boss, spoke to the media after the loss. It's a good effort. There was uh, 
Johnny, they we could never quite get within two goals every time, and they're class and poison. Full credit to them when we challenged them; they were good enough to kick an easy one, and that's no doubt that's the next evolution or stage for us because we we just work so hard at times and make hard work of opportunities. But uh, we think our boys that are just getting around to 50 games now their next 50 games have to progress a lot quicker so that they have more influence in games and that's that's what happens once you've had your apprenticeship and maturity arises well you've got to you've got to produce the western derby was the final game of the round from subiaco oval with the eagles desperately needing a win to stay in touch with the top eight while the dockers were starting to get closer to their best 22 with pavlich sandylands and barlow all returning to the side last week either way the tension was high. Here's Clint Wilden and Corbin Middlemass. Pavlich leading out, takes the mark. He's about a metre in from the boundary. From right half forward, he'll put it towards the hot spot. He wanted Mazungu and he found him. Great mark. After a terrific mark, can he convert? He can. The first goal of Derby 38 is free medals. Cripps didn't, gathered it. Got it for the Eagles to Cox. Hand pass inside the attacking 50 to the right forward pocket. Darling kicks on goal and Darling nails it. He marks, then sends it long into the left forward pocket, sliding out Walters the ball. Bounce just in front of him. He lost it. Main emerges with it. Main runs towards goal. He snaps and kicks a major. Came out to Ballantyne, gave it to Daniel Pierce from the attacking edge of the center square. Spears the pass inside the attacking 50. Lovely Jeez. kick and Main is marked. From 49 meters out, Main has kicked the goal. He's got his second. Chance for Prittis, kicks high inside the forward 50, Kennedy bounced off his chest in the back, Darling sharks it, charges through, open square and goals. He picks it up on his path and drills the pass to Pavlich out on the lead. Looking for his first involvement on the scoreboard from 51 metres out and the kick starts off to the right but he snuck it through. Two already, Jack Darling, a chance for his third in the opening half and he's popped it through. Little kick from Bastard out towards Schofield and half forward. Turns and goes goalward and he's put it through. Will Schofield from out on the boundary line. Michael Barlow, been busy. 16 disposals already. Can he add a goal to his list? He can. Dawson's able to spoil Prittis. Spills down the hill. Hill runs the 50. Sends it long towards goal. He kicks the goal. That'll hurt West Coast. He's at the top of the attacking 50 for the Dockers. Hands at the Crowley. Kicks long from 55 outward. Have the carry. One bounce and through for a goal. Well, Johnson rather brought it to ground. It came though to Hill. On in turn to Cripps. And Cripps snaps from deep in the left forward pocket. And he kicks the goal. He's got a second. Finds Clark. He marks about 60 out from goal. He'll put it long towards the hotspot. Pavlich is all on his own, uncontested mark. Pavlich from point blank range, kicks the goal. There's a whistle, advantage applied. Cox with the last kick, but they'll paint the town purple. And the Dockers, this is their house. They've won 13 of their past 14 games at Subiaco Oval. And for the fifth time, they claim the honours in both Western Derbies in season 2013. The Dockers victorious 19-7. They defeat the West Coast Eagles 14-9. The Dockers too strong, winning by 28 points. Michael Barlow, the recipient of the Ross Glendenning medal. So with seven weeks remaining, the top eight is starting to look set. Hawthorne on top. They and Geelong with only two losses for the season. 
Essendon are next, 12-3. From Sydney and Fremantle, 11-3 with a draw. Then Richmond and Collingwood, with Port Adelaide inside the top eight, 8-7. Eight the best of the challengers, Carlton and West Coast, are one game out, 7-8. and eight. Then North Melbourne and Adelaide and Brisbane, 6-9. and nine. From Gold Coast, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda, Melbourne and the Giants. If we have a look at the Coleman medal, Josh Kennedy's two goals has him equal, with Jared Ruffhead to kick five for the Hawks, both on 47 goals. Jack Revolt and Travis Cloak are on 43. Next weekend, North Melbourne and Carlton kick off round 17 of the AFL from Docklands in Melbourne. Hawthorne and the Western Bulldogs do battle from Tasmania, St Kilda and Port Adelaide from Docklands. The Suns host Collingwood on the Gold Coast, GWS and Essendon on Saturday night, and Melbourne and Brisbane from Darwin. Richmond and Fremantle from the MCG on Sunday, Adelaide and Geelong from Footy Park, and the West Coast Eagles host Sydney from Subiaco Oval to complete the weekend. That's all we've got time for on The Final Siren. Don't forget to check out our website, abc.net.au forward slash sport. Of course, all the AFL highlights and the Ashes coverage and highlights can be found there. Until next Monday, it's bye for now.